Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to The Paddock and the Pavilion with Stephen Wallace. In each show, Stephen will interview someone connected to the world of horse racing or cricket. Hello, everyone. Today's episode is the first in a short series called What Was It Like To? In episode one, I was joined by Grand National winning trainer Lucinda Russell, who trained one for Arthur to win the world-famous race at Aintree in 2017. What was it like to win the Grand National? Gosh, the Grand National, it was quite a... The actual day went remarkably smoothly, especially as we won, but um, it was really the build-up to it that was more tricky and more difficult. It was very much like an army operation. Uh, We decided when he won the classic chase in the middle of January that the Grand National was the race that we were going to go for. And one for Arthur's a horse that doesn't take an awful lot of work, an awful lot of racing. So we sort of knew that was going to be his next run. So everything was tailored around that date in 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 April. And um we sort of produced it, produced him to the minute. We packed it in a few uh extra days in case something went wrong. Thankfully nothing did go wrong. We even had a press day that uh everything went went well in the press day. So the planning really was beforehand and the day of the Grand National it's always a bit odd when you're a trainer because in a funny way, once you get to the races, your job's over. Um, you then hand over to the girls that are leading up, to the lads that ride them um, and to the race course itself. And so um, the actual day of the national is, is remarkably laid back. It's just nerves for yourself and, and that sort of nervous energy. And was it a race you always dreamed of winning when you first started training? Oh, absolutely. When I first had my pony, I remember going out and telling him that uh, Red Rum had won the race for the for the third time and, and uh, what a great achievement it was. And I think uh, the Grand National is a race that, even though I probably preferred show jumping and eventing, that actually the Grand National was a race that really captured the imagination. Um, I think it's just that whole, um, it, it's, a, it's a stamina race. It's over fences that are different to the norm. I mean, undoubtedly, it's a lot easier now than in the days when Red Rum was winning the race. But um, it's still a test and it's still over four miles two, so four miles four. So it is a race that's that's quite a quite a challenge. They have super prize money, but it's a race that's captured not just by this nation, but by many other nations. And um, I think I don't 
before we won it, I didn't appreciate how big an effect it would have on my life winning a, winning a race like that. Um, I mean, we spend our whole time trying to produce horses to win races, but and, and big races, races at Cheltenham Festival, races, other races at, at Aintree. But um, to win that race got me a lot more recognition than any other race has done. And what did it mean for, mean for Scotland and Scottish racing? Yeah, I think Scottish racing at the time was, it had just been through a bit of a, the doldrums and I think the BHA were trying to help us and prop us up a bit. Um, and it just really came, the win came at just the right time. Um, it's really, you know, it showed that we can train in the north. We've got a lot more um, investment now in the north from the owners. That's, that's the most, uh, that's the biggest thing really that's, that's changed, I think, in the last sort of four or five years is the amount of investment people are making into buying horses. I mean, we're still not probably on the power of, of some of the London, um, having the London owners and, and some of the owners over in Ireland and stuff, but uh, we're still very lucky to to now be on the up and, and to be able to be targeting races like the Grand National and the other the other listed races all, all throughout the country. And on the day, where did you watch the race? Um, so we didn't really know where to watch it from because whatever happens, normally I watch it down on the track, but you can't always see an awful lot. And we're very lucky to be invited up to a box um, in one of the, the stands, a very smart box. and um, we sort of went outside and everyone was crowding on the balcony and myself, uh, Debs and Belinda, the two golf widows, actually watched it inside on the television, which seems a bit odd to go all the way to the entry and then stand inside and watch the TV. But um, we sort of pushed our way out to the outside as he came over the, the last fence. And it was a tremendous feeling. I think um, when you watch the races, you're not really paying any attention to what the commentator says. You're just watching your own horse and just watching where he is. And of course, in the in the Grand National that won for Arthur won, he was actually right out the back for much of the time. So um, we were just watching the white cap bobbing along at the back. And uh, it wasn't until he jumped the canal turn the last time that you really that he sort of jumped into the picture and, and we sort of had a had a very good feeling about the way that he was going. Yes, because he didn't take the lead until jumping the last fence, probably the, the best time to take the lead. That's right. I mean he he's always been a hold up horse in in his races and um, we knew that Derek's plan was to, to hold him up and just pick them off and to see him suddenly, you know, go from traveling very, very easily to sort of catching up and, and then passing horses on the, on the home turn was, was just fantastic. Um, and knowing that he'd stay all the way, I don't know how we kind of knew that because he'd never run over the distance before, but we just had that feeling that this was the horse that would be able to stay the, stay the distance. It's a phenomenal feeling. And it's, it's funny, everything happens so slowly in, in your mind, you know, when you're watching it, it's, Everything unfolds very slowly and clearly in front of you. Um, and it was just amazing when we, you know, when he jumps the last and he hit the front and, okay, we're in, we're in horse racing. We know that's not over until they've, they've passed the post. But just that feeling that you're about to win the national was, was just phenomenal. Well, he finished up winning by four and a half lengths, uh, uh, an achievement that the assistant trainer never managed to win. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny. I, I, I remember when I first met Sue and he introduced me to his father and he started off by saying to me, you know, my father, Michael, won the Grand National in 1959 on Oxo. And that's the way I was introduced. And I think when he was a kid, when Peter was a kid, he, he was always referred to as Michael, who won the Nationals, his, his son. And that, um, I know how much it means to Peter and, and, and Skew and the family. So uh, it was just wonderful. I mean, I wish Michael had um, passed away a couple of years earlier, but uh, 
we certainly Steve was wearing his his tie and his braces and uh, we just, uh, oh, I just wish that he'd still been alive to see it. Um, well, Arthur returned to the Grand National in 2019 when he came six, uh, and then he retired in October 2020. Where is he now? Um, he's actually about 20 yards from me. Um, he's back with us. He, um, yes, he, it was funny. The, the, so he, after the 2017 National, in that sort of autumn, we found that he'd injured himself, so he had to have a year off. And then we prepared him for the 2019 race, and as, as you say, he was sick. But that was, oddly enough, while well, the preparation for the Grand National that we won had gone so smoothly, the one for the 2019 National, everything had gone wrong. We tried to have prep races, he unseated, he pulled up, he had atrial fibrillation, everything had just gone gone wrong for us. And the whole sort of run up to the race was just a disaster. And yet on the day he was sick, it was fantastic. And you know, I've got photographs of us all, all the connections that day, and it's almost as if we won it again. It was just a wonderful achievement to get him back to the track and to have him run so well in the race. Um, and then we decided to retire him and he, he went off to do a little bit of eventing and stuff, but didn't quite settle to it. So he's, he's back with us just now. He's going to, uh, we've given him a little bit of a holiday. He's going to parade at the Grand National um, on Grand National Day this year. Um, no doubt he'll be high as a kite because he, he just loves going to parties. And then we'll, we'll see how he gets on after that. And, and I would imagine that in the autumn, he'll be leading all the young horses up the gallops. Well, that's good to hear. And are you still hoping one day to win the Grand National again? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we've got a horse for it this year called Mighty Thunder. Um, he, again, hasn't had the most ideal um, preparation. He he uh, went to Musselburgh for the Musselburgh National. He had a, had a good run early on at, at Weatherby. Then he went to Musselburgh for the Edinburgh National that he'd won the previous year. And he, he just travelled into a beautiful position. And then his soft palate flipped and he, he started making a noise. So um, he's just had a little operation to, to sort that out. So. Hopefully he'll run very, very well. He's a horse. He won the Scottish National last year, so we know he'll stay the stay the trip. Um, and he's he jumps particularly well. Derek rode him the other day and said to me, you know, he's got no worries at all about the fences. We've schooled him over the fences anyway. Um, so this this might be the race for him, and he'll certainly be a, be a long price. Well, best of luck this year, Lucinda, and thank you for sharing your what was it like moment on the paddock and the pavilion. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the paddock and the pavilion. You can download the show on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, SoundCloud, Stitcher and Spotify. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at The Pad and Pad. Don't forget, if you like the show, please do leave us a rating and review. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.